0: Hello and welcome to FPL Mavericks. Have you
1: got what it takes to be a maverick? To become a legend of the Super Pick, triple captain bench, best or a wildcard? It's not a double game. With these decisions are hard. We've got forty-five minutes on this podcast guide you through so you don't come dead last
0: but we know it's all about the differentials will you captain harland again this week FPL
1: fpl mavericks fpl mavericks
0: fpl mavericks fpl mavericks hello and welcome to fpl mavericks we are back for game week six am i right roscoe how are you fella
1: i'm good may where are you um beaming in from
0: i am in the lovely island of bali at the moment
1: I'm not willing to miss the fpl there's no. no such thing as a holiday from fpl
0: i think you know, mate, you've been part of the Mavericks for a little while. And we've we've kind of got half we've got three quarters of the season because of COVID, halfway through the season because of last year and life and stuff. This year I'm very, very uh dedicated to making the whole season, mate. So <laughs> you're gonna have to battle through and you're with me with this to the end, no?
1: Yeah, that's good. I'm uh, I'm just at home, so I had no plans.
0: <laughs> but you're putting your dinner plans on hold to get this out. So, fair play. That's no, all right, mate. I've got a um, very cold bintang, which is the uh, local lager over in Bali. For all the maybe UK listeners that haven't been before, tasty.
1: Yeah, can I make a prediction? It is not your first today
0: it's not my first It'd probably be like my my fourth
1: yeah very good
0: yeah but here we cool.
1: go yeah fpl is catching up on us it's thursday already so
0: they kind of make some decisions a hundred percent and just before we uh start into the overview of the podcast what a week of football what a couple of weeks of football i feel like we're in a a hurricane of twisty turny fpl madness even the champions league's coming into it now mate like there's a lot to think about now
1: there was so many results to follow this week with the european football as well yeah i've been on my phone every day trying to follow it and uh it this morning because of the timing it's around when i get to work so i looked at the uh, united buying game it was 3-1 quite late in the game put my phone away didn't check my phone again until maybe lunchtime, and the scene it was four <laughs> three. But yeah, there's just um, there's a lot going on. The other thing is with the European football. What I was trying to do, which you didn't do last year, is go through and check those team sheets because of rotation, and it's tough now because pretty much everybody's in Europe. I think like you've got to check West Ham, you've got to check Newcastle um you got to check villa and just see well, who are they playing could they rest someone what's going to happen are they the thursday game are they uh you know are they thursday saturday are they wednesday saturday like you know what's going to happen it's hard to hard to keep track
0: i agree mate and i think as a well putting my coach's hand for a second i think in any competition that you walk into you always want to win the first one, especially with the way that it's set up in in the Champions League and Europa League. It just sets you up on such a good footing. Um, So I would be of the opinion that most teams in Europe at the moment are going to put their best players out, which is going to mean rotation for the Premier League, which is even more frustrating for us, FPL managers, especially when you've had the week that I've just had. But before we jump into that, what we'll do is give an overview of the, the podcast we'll do an overview of uh myself and roscoe's teams how we went the pros the cons run through the fixtures any players that we like are out on just on the fly and then we'll jump into the mavericks competition or the uh, fpl league see who's, see who's done well see who's not done well and then we'll uh, do the maverick picks um, and we'll finish off with um, one of our segments, which is the the topics of the week uh, and why we like that, rounding with the uh, scores and upsets of the week that we like. So, Roscoe, maybe we jump into your your team and how you went, because you had a, a much better start than I did.
1: A much better start? Yeah, um, another disappointing week for me, though. Um, I... I uh, got 42 points average is 44 um just nothing going on in midfield for me unfortunately so I got clean sheet from gusto at chelsea and saliba for arsenal um I got points from saka and I had colin captained but then that left a lot to be desired from the rest so I have rashford and Bueno sterling madison jackson all blanking um even city didn't get a clean sheet for me i've got a kanji in there um but city did concede as well so yeah bang average not on the right players this week yet again (laughs) i mean i'm
0: sliding
1: Sliding down, as another two hundred and fifty thousand places dropped in the world rankings <laughs> after that effort. And I'm just every week I think this is the week where I turn it around.
0: So before we jump into your hero and zero, is there anything that you think you could have done differently? I know it's hindsight. Or do is there anything? Yeah, that- she
1: didn't have copied you, mate. I uh, <laughs> I put Sterling in after we had a chat. <laughs> Uh, and after it was his hat trick and I thought Chelsea's fixtures Sterling looked so good in those highlights he absolutely tore that game up so I've ended up carrying him now have kept Rashford that was probably a mistake in that I was very close to sub- uh, transferring him, but I just felt his stats were so good and his fixtures are pretty decent I just thought hold so i've made a decision to hold on a few players and as of this week they didn't deliver anything so i didn't uh didn't get anything for that faith i've put in them that's probably my gap there is no hero this week um and i think the zero is rashford because he's just done nothing again <laughs>
0: um mate just to uh had that decision out a little bit i I generally feel for you because i've had a spine of chelsea players that you wouldn't expect to do so badly under a manager that's you know renowned as one of the better managers in the premier league's history um you know that hasn't won a a title because he got Tottenham playing so well and they were nowhere um but rashford if you look at his stats and his he shot some target and his xgi and his xg like he should have scored the last two games and he just seems to keep missing the mark. So I feel like from the eye test point of view, although he is missing these chances, he's kind of like similar to like Dar- Darwin Nunes, if you know what I mean. Like he's in the right spots. It's going to be only a matter of time till he starts putting them in the net. And I think with Rashford's fixtures coming up, you got the likes of um burnley and i think it's crystal palace and brentford like surely yeah. he he scores in them games now
1: yeah well this is the um what, what would you do here because i've got uh i've made my transfer for this week in terms of a goalkeeper swap because I've got Turner and Ramsdale, neither of which might play, so I just felt like that needed urgent attention. So I've used my transfer already, bringing Pope. That means I've got a midfield where I'm probably going to play Wissa as my third striker against Everton at home. Yes, yeah, and call. drop a midfielder. So I need to decide: do I keep, do I play Sterling or do I play Rashford? <laughs>
0: Um,
1: I regret it. Whatever happens.
0: Honestly, I play Rashford. Like if I had Rashford, I'd play him. I think Chelsea look on their ass against a Villa team who are very well coached um and probably will beat them. Whereas at least Man United are playing Burnley. Um, yeah,
1: and they need a reaction, and they they must have. I don't know the scoreline of Bayern is isn't the worst they didn't go and get hammered but then I haven't seen the highlights they might have been bossed the whole game
0: no, the scoreline's not terrible away at fine. no I agree and I think um yeah
1: so yeah I reckon you're right then um probably we'll play Rashford um the rest of my midfield is Madison and Bremo and Saka so I feel like they should all play um the other option is to take a minus four and to swap Sterling or Rashford for somebody else
0: well that takes us quite nicely onto my team because you know I'm the king of minus fours <laughs> um you're I'm... on
1: minus four now Ben but there is still time you could end up at minus eight or minus 12. well look <laughs> plenty of time
0: I've had an absolute shocker last week I think 26 points I've kind of made my bed and I've, I've lied in it
1: 26 points really I
0: did so I've gone turner in net for two who was one save away from two bonus points nothing Kyle Walker two points he's been like kafu he's been amazing gets two points no clean sheet a man, for some reason benched, not played rested whatever zero points Chillwell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, can you just let me D- did you have Chillwell? You had Chillwell, didn't you?
1: No, I've got Gusto.
0: I mean, what's the whole Chillwell thing about that? I don't actually think he's been playing that badly. He's their number one left back. Is that just a is that Pochettino Pochettino's way of saying, nah, mate, you're not playing very well. You need to kick up the ass.
1: Yeah, I think so, because we had this chat maybe two or three weeks ago, where I'd said there'd been this... Chilwell was trending on Twitter, and there was just this torrent of abuse about how bad he played in that game, and they wanted to play the young lad that they loaned out. Um, hall. So, yeah, look, I think fans have been on it for a while, and maybe Poch has caved in and said, yeah, mate, you're not putting in the right performances, and I'm under the pressure, so I'm going to give someone else a shot.
0: But for mm. a time- england starting left back most of the time does that not give him the kick up the ass to go all right unless there's something going on in his personal life or whatever i'm going to need to pick my game up here because he's a quality player he's not not like he's a bad player
1: He, he had some really good games under Tuchel, didn't he um more so than anyone um but yeah, so no mate. So whether or not they we end up with Reese James and Chilwell back. It, um Poch has gone another way. So yeah, carry on. You were saying so that was obviously a disaster at the the back.
0: Yeah. Obviously Martin, the disaster
1: yeah. in midfield.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Car crash. Martinelli scored for fuck's sake. He's it was that what's that, um, what's that Scottish scratched off. Yeah, he scored a beautiful finish. Um, what is it? Uh Fly's Dick or something. I can't remember. I saw it on Twitter. How do you say it in Scottish? It was fucking hilarious. Uh,
1: um well, i said uh, a boar hair.
0: Yeah, boar oh. hair. That's it. <laughs> he was a boar hair offside.
1: <laughs> yeah, was that sort of was given for offside? Was it?
0: Yeah, so great finish as well. So that would have been like seven points. Brian and Wimble um just doing Boymo things don't i didn't really watch Brentford game to be fair he probably had two or three chances he's not the best finisher is he like his xg is always amazing but unless he gets a penalty or a tap in he's not really returning saka four points uh, sorry six points can't knock the bloke he's he's pretty consistent to be honest he hasn't had a a trailblazing season and he's probably only just justifying his but happy enough with him sterling don't need to say anymore son (laughs) captain son i mean against sheffield united who have been pretty average if not relegation fodder at home the way that spurs have been playing you'd think he'd get something wouldn't you i
1: know um again i think we said last week that you just don't know where the goals are coming from. Son hadn't scored, had he, until he scored the hat-trick. And then we were saying how Kulu hadn't scored at all. And then, of course, Kulu comes up with the goal. Son blanks, Madison blanks. Um, so it's just crazy how distributed the goals are being for different teams. Uh, a lot of the teams, actually, I reckon. So, yeah, that's unlucky. But this is the same with Sterling cropping up with one hat trick in four in five games and nothing else in any of the other games um yeah it's really still hard to know who, who to put your money on
0: and then of all people the pigeon merchant himself <laughs> Rich you, Ar- yeah
1: richard huston gets a goal, goal yeah yeah did brennan Johnson get on in that game Has he been has he been introduced yet do you know that-
0: he scored. He scored. It was offside by again a ball's hair.
1: Mmm. He'll be good for them.
0: Yeah, I think when Tottenham's uh run does change, which we will soon, I think we look to bring him in. I think he'll be a good forward, maybe. Um, but then Jackson, the a shit version of jobber can't even hold the ball up and has an XG of like one of the best in the league, but can't finish his dinner. And then harland who obviously I didn't captain who scored. So that's the roundup mate
1: yeah yeah just looking Jackson's XG's three uh so he scored one and he should have scored three um so yeah he's, he's not doing so not doing so well should have should have three goals in five games which he'd be pretty happy with
0: I know I think I generally think like and this is one of the things I generally was the wild card and I think we've had this conversation I think a lot of listeners will be looking to wild card because I won't be the only manager who's in this situation like I've not gotten too far away from the template other than a couple of Chelsea players um and I've had a couple of shit weeks Yeah, and I,
1: was... I think many more twists and turns to come because of because it hasn't been yeah consistent could easily fall the other way um I, was I sure. look actually early I did the maths on it if if you and I had had alvarez from game week one instead of jackson from game week one 25 points difference in that one player and every week we've sort of said pictures look good he's getting the shots gonna do something and every week he lets us down
0: <laughs> well this is the thing i think you are actually on the mavericks chat that we have with the the uh I want to call them correspondents that jump jump on other guests. Um, <laughs> the correspondents, yeah, very professional. <laughs> <laughs> um You said like wild card, but yeah, you should hang on. Like Chelsea, literally have after this game week two really good fixtures, and you put me in for the reason, right? So I feel like FPL is one of them things where you just gotta hold your nerve a little bit. And we, yeah. I went against my nature which is always to boot people out and take minus fours. even though i did take a minus four and i've um i've stuck with the chelsea boys so Chillwell, i've got on the bench i moved out luke shaw um who's injured and has literally lost me like seven points for Trippier, and then i moved out martinelli who was injured um for who did I bring in i mean i told you
1: Bowden, you said to me earlier
0: yeah, Foden, because I was going to bring in Doku, but then I spoke to Luke and he was like, nah, bring in Foden. So if Foden doesn't score, Big Luke
1: loves Foden, though. He told me to put Foden in last season and he got nothing. He immediately got stopped playing in the Premier League. <laughs> he didn't play for about seven weeks after Big Luke suggested Foden. If Big Luke lets me down, and if We're he's listening, guess- he always says, I blame him, but he's like, <laughs> i ask his opinion and then i follow it and then he goes well that's your fault mate
0: <laughs> we're getting him on the pod for his comeuppance if third does nothing next i'm going to just
1: say look chelsea they um in Jackson's case as well he, he got he's got his goal against luton then they've had forest and bournemouth so you think they're good fixtures but he's got a point in both of them got villa which is tough but at home and then they've got Fulham and then Burnley. So the fixture one is like he should be getting goals in these games. It's frustrating. Um, so yeah, mate, that we think we've been unlucky there.
0: So I've held off on the wild card, but I think anybody that's in a worse situation that I had, which was three injuries and no Chelsea players, I'd recommend the wild card. There's there's got to be a time that you're gonna do it. I think there's a bit, a bit of a thick <laughs> change coming up. In the i next you,
1: know, mate. You, you can live quite comfortably without any chelsea players at the moment like oh, no, I'm, just, be...
0: I'm just saying i've got the chelsea players so i've got to yeah. stick but if you're in a bad sport and you've got injuries i think this isn't a bad time to wild card because you can pick a team this week that will look good in two weeks time
1: yeah there does seem to be a bit of a fixture swing coming
0: and you made your moves you said your moves earlier right what did you go with
1: yeah, Nick Pope is in. So I, I deliberated long and hard about which goalkeeper to put in. Uh, so I'm hoping that I've not made a mistake there. My logic was I looked at all the goalkeepers that have got the most points so far this season. And there's a few candidates better than Pope. But once you layer on the fixtures, I went off them. I the seventh or eighth highest performing goalkeeper so far in terms of points um, and he's quite expensive at 5.5 but yeah I think I think he's the one with the upside they've got Sheffield United Burnley as the next two they've got West Ham after that but then they've got Palace and Wolves and they've got Arsenal which is tough but then they've got Bournemouth so, if you count it up, it's, it's one, two, three, four, five, five great fixtures out of the next seven. And that was my logic on Pope. So, just on fixtures.
0: Good man. Well, what we'll do is we'll move on to the uh, league table standings. So, <clears throat> at the moment, we've got Harry Mackay, top deer great name um 55 points last week on 342 just looking in the top 10 we've got um salim bakoy sam weir paddy fingleton and matt jowsey and tom maroney and sam bromage all on pretty much and fraser smith all in the top eight who are basically tied for third um tim mule or the tim plate in top 10 away nicely um Budney down in 14th which is really really good effort he's probably anyone that's in the top 25 of the maverick league is basically number one in their other leagues so good on you roscoe where are you sitting in the league at the moment
1: well yeah you've just made me feel a bit better there so i'm 41 41st but 20th actually you can go to yeah 19th is 307 points and I've got 296. so I'm only at 11 points behind 19th so that's really catchable to get back up into the top 20. so yeah I have
0: slid down again to, to to 41st well it's better than 89th mate fucking hell I'm back down battling tell you what
1: yeah, that is rough. But I think there's loads of good players down, down your way. And it, and it is catchable. Uh, there's so much of the season to play. I can see, yeah, you're down there. So Chaz is down there as well. Um, Luke. Yeah, lots of people that were, did really well last year.
0: My girlfriend, Emily, is being me again, which is depressing. Uh, Mike lights down there. <laughs> so. Yeah, Gwynny's down there. If Gwynny's down in sixty fifth, then I'm all right. I'm
1: Gwynny yeah, thirty five for him this week. Rough week for Gwinster.
0: He'll he'll come back like the the Lazarus of an FBL player he is. He
1: had Chillwell and Martinelli, and he's, he's got good. Jackson don't bag him out too
0: much mate because he'll get upset and you'll get a message
1: I'm not bagging him out he's about to say it's all quite close (laughs) um that's only 282 he's only 14 points behind where I am and and then 25 points off 19th that's crazy it's so tight
0: still all to play isn't it it is it is um cool enough about the past thing the past let's look at the future because we're forward thinkers on this podcast Roscoe. um okay Mavericks competition mate what is a Maverick for the new listeners
1: um a Maverick is a differential pick they must be under 10 percent owned to qualify as a Maverick in our eyes and um, they're going to help you jump up the league because no one else hasn't
0: that's it mate good explanation well who went first last week was a or you? I can't remember because I think we'd had a few delicious lagers
1: yeah I actually don't remember uh either so we we were a few beers deep by then
0: um but you did win so last week you had Wilson Wilson, Wilson got his goal yeah um
1: that was the only point scorer of the four picks
0: yeah you had Saar and I had Ross Barkley and who else did I have Raul Jimenez who's done F all against Luton which is his stitch job
1: <laughs> yeah so okay so I'll go first then let me yeah, sure. get this up so first Maverick is the no, let me get this right in terms of points per match so far, this player is fourth. Wow. Um, I presume that's first, uh, yeah, in forwards. So, fourth highest scoring forward so far this season. But he's only 4.6% owned. Who do you think it could be? I would say they've massively flown under the radar. uh they picked up 21 points in the last two games with a 13 and an 8. it is used to play in the SPL Edward 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 yeah and he's nice as well he's got Fulham at home but can you believe that? 4.6% owned and the fourth highest performing striker so far this season in six games, five yeah. games. So
0: it looks like he's back to his old form. Like when he I feel like he's taken a lot of time in the Premier League to just lift to the level. Um but you can see he, he's in the right positions now. And I'm not saying that just because he's scoring goals, but even his movement, if you watch him, like he kind of builds a player but then he's getting in the danger area which he kind of wasn't doing before i don't know if he's fitter um but mate, yes. that's, that's a good pick for the runner fixtures and uh it must have hurt you to pick a a former Celt.
1: celtic player yeah i know yeah and we've had forest players now we're got celtic players it so actually now when i look him up on the transfer list he, he's ranked third in terms of points so he's only behind uh, only behind Harland and Alvarez he's wow. the third rated striker well third highest point scoring so far and I think that's a good home fixture against Fulham so uh Fulham are a decent team but like why wouldn't he keep scoring so yeah, Edward is my pick first
0: pick that is a very very strong first pick maybe. and it's
1: Mav isn't it it's
0: yeah I think he's not he's not the first name on people's lips which is quite nice um but if you want somebody with a nice run of games um going to do some damage then why not mate like I think he's a decent pick
1: yeah and I think in the long run so talking about his fixtures it's a bit patchy in the short term because he's got I mean United but that actually might be a better game than than we might think but He's got United and Newcastle in the next four. But, and he's got Spurs as well. So he's got a fairly tough through the next five games with those three. Then he's got Burnley, Everton, Luton in a row. Then West Ham, then Bournemouth. So again, if I count them, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. In the next nine fixtures, he's got six pretty good ones. And again, if you're playing the odds, maybe you bench you know use him as your third striker uh, bench him against Newcastle bench him against Spurs Then you've got him for Burnley Everton Luton Fulham
0: Forest nah, mate, I like it cool very good um well, what I will do is I'm gonna go with a a knee jerk pick
1: not I was like... really worried what you were about to say then.
0: <laughs> um And I feel like this player is very, very classy. And he's someone that you can probably bank on this weekend, I think. And I said that he'll get zero. Uh, I'm going to go with Gross. Scored probably one no of the best. <laughs> That was my <laughs>
1: second one. <laughs> one of the best. All right. You tell me about Gross and I'll scramble. <laughs>
0: Hey, great minds. I agree. I, um, I agree. He's he scored. I know I know he scored last week, but I feel like he looks in such good shape. And he and, and he's one of the most underrated technicians in the Premier League. Like takes a lot of fruit set pieces, looks fit. He's starting to become that player that just gets on the end of things, like very, very deep, almost like Frank Lampardesque. Um great finish with the ball playing in a brighton team that although they're playing in Europe I don't think he's risked um I think he's probably older so deserve he won't play him um although that goes against my best team analogy but I still think he'll be rested um and I think Bournemouth at home although credit to Bournemouth just just there they've actually done really well against a lot of big teams and they're, they're very tight like that you can see the well coached. so maybe this will be tighter than I think, but. At the Amex Stadium with all that talent, Matoma, Ansu Fati, um Odingera, you know, whoever they, they decide to play, like I think gross is pretty much nailed on for a Premier League star because that's where they want to go. They've got a shot of getting in the Champions League if they carry on like this. Yeah. Um with regards to stats, six point three, so affordable um three percent owned so well under a maverick and his form is 7.7 so yeah easy does it
1: uh great pick yes uh (laughs) i totally agree and he, he did look good in i didn't see many of the highlights this week but i did see his goals um but he looks great
0: who do you do you need me to go next or are you still scrambling
1: no i've got one i've got one um known as a Claire Balding look-alike a Claire Balding lookalike. uh Anthony Gordon um Gordon has got chef United away as his fixture he's returned twice in the last three fixtures he got 10 points against Liverpool he blanked against Brighton and then he got five points against Brentford last week Uh, He's 1.9% owned, so he's really not uh, high-owned at all, and he's cheap as chips. He's 5.5 million. So um, I reckon he'll do something uh, against Sheffield United, yeah. He's been looking very good on the left wing for them, and uh, hopefully he plays, because they played earlier in the week, so he should be fit. You reckon? They were one of the first Champions League games, weren't
0: they? I <laughs> have one in Europe, <you>, mate.
1: <laughs> Did he get yeah. subbed? I shall have it looked. But uh no, nah, I think so. Yeah, bit bit um a bit of a scramble there, but uh what do you reckon? No,
0: nah, I think fairly sturdy pick, mate. Like when you when you're picking a, a player out of a top team, especially in the FPL, like a lot of the time, you're gonna get points. And I think if he's going to get minutes more often than not, I think that's yeah. that's he's that's the,
1: he's the nailed under start. Like right? he, so he got 63 minutes in against AC Milan, and then he was substituted for Almiron. Um,
0: and he, he's matured as a player as well. Like, obviously, you can remember when they all hated him when he first
1: joined he was like a spot yeah brand. he's got it actually doesn't he yeah I don't think anyone liked how he left Everton and he made his like sour comments and didn't didn't go down very well did it? um on on the point about um Newcastle though I would back Wilson again because he also was substituted at the same time on 60, 63 minutes but he came on in that game so he only plays 30 odd minutes him and Isak are like evens on points in FPL. Wilson's what, what I like about Wilson is he's proven that he's got goals multiple times late in the game. So he's scoring when he starts, but he's also scoring as a sub. And he did that last season. So not using Wilson this week because he used him last week, but I reckon the fixture stands up again um, to have Carol Wilson as a striker option. But yeah, my maverick is Anthony Gordon.
0: No, nah, mate, I like him I, and I, th- I would encourage a lot of the um, wildcards of the podcast to um, bring him in, to be honest.
1: Newcastle get a good fixture run soon as well? Or are they on it now? Is that right? Or getting better?
0: They do. I think it pretty much turns as of oh, now. Geez, yeah, yeah.
1: Sheffield United, Burnley, West Ham, Palace, Wolves, Arsenal, Bournemouth.
0: Hmm. Cool, mate. That was a good pick. Um i'm gonna go with one of the brentford boys sounds like you're buying time here i am because i was gonna pick gordon as well i'm not gonna lie are oh, you really <laughs> yeah <genuinely>. <laughs> <laughs> but i know who i'm gonna go for because he was my backup uh, and if he i would be very surprised if he is not a maverick yeah he's not so he's, this is the this is an ultra maverick and I, i've been re- super super impressed with him brentford matthias jensen 5.4 0.7 basically a reincarnate of ericsson back in his palm like <laughs> just a scandy playing football technician good good eye for goal I think he's actually got more of an eye of a goal than um, Eriksson had. To be fair, he's got Everton at home and Nottingham Forest away. I think he's an enabler as well at five point four. Um, even if you want to stick him in for the next couple of weeks and then bin him on a wild card, I generally think he the you know the player for for Brentford. If you haven't got an embrayer, maybe you can't afford a Bo- embrayer, but. You want to get into brentford then yeah jensen is the guy for me at the moment that's just playing quite well yeah it's
1: good i like him as well i think he's um he, he was getting in the goals back end of last season as well goals and assists he's going to crop up in a set piece or uh on the edge of the area and um my only kind of counter would be he's not and that attacking a player so I put him in a yeah. similar camp to uh even like a rotary who did really well so far this season but Rice Ward Prowse maybe Ward Prowse is a bit better because he's he's so lethal at set pieces but it's kind of one of those that will come in and come out of the points but he he did really well back in the last year and you'd have wanted him I think for the last 10 games last season so yeah shrewd could be a very shrewd pick
0: If he gets a goal and assist from a corner then you're laughing he's the type of guy that he's got a very high ceiling i feel
1: yeah and look brentford's got a decent fixture here everton at home we kind of assume that they'll they'll do well in
0: that one you'd hope so um okay mate well what we'll do is we'll move on to the uh segment part of the podcast um this is an area where we basically have a couple of topics that we choose Bargain bucket, Mavcart, Billy Bandwagon, Fixtures First, I test Statman, Phil the Phoenix, and Icarus and Safer's houses. So mate, where do you wanna wanna go this week?
1: I'm gonna go Billy bandwagon. But trying to be it, it's maybe a bit of a comf- controversial, but i personally I'm not sure if I back this Billy bandwagon pick. <laughs> um because I'm going to say Alvarez, I've been toying up all week whether to sub him in and go minus four. He's gone and scored two goals in the Champions League this week. He's assisting as well. His points haul is amazing. He's only second to Haaland. So, yeah, he's doing so well. Now, Billy Bandwagon, because he's 23% owned, so that can go up a long way and at the moment he's the one player that is consistently starting and performing that if you're not in that 23 percent you can kind of argue why not like as Mate, if I agree. we're holding jackson whilst this guy's scoring nine points last week 14 points the week before you know five points in game week one seven points in game week two two goals in the champions league and we're going oh we'll just hold jackson for another week he'll come good soon it just <laughs> makes you feel really silly that's <laughs> so but Billy bandwagon because there's a big danger with him that well big danger there's always a danger with pep roulette and no matter how well someone's playing as soon as these European fixtures come back now he played 90 minutes in the Champions League so does he then get rested or rotated does he play sixty and get taken off does he not start you know yeah what do you think what would I your take on Alvarez be is he a must-have this week because he's done so well or is he a wait and see he might come off the
0: boil well this is like one of my things Roscoe why like I didn't wild card because you wild card and you wild card with a player like him in and he's just played a lot of minutes recently and it's pep and I would be I-, I thought to myself if I wild card here I'm going to, and I bring in, and I'm basically going to break my team up for this Alvarez bloke because the next two games are key. I will be fuming if he's rested and does nothing next week. And there is a chance that that happens because it's Pep. Might be a small chance because, you know, there's no De Bruyne and there's no one um to cover his type of criteria. Really. And he is almost undroppable. But that's why I didn't wildcard. I think. I generally actually think he will play and he probably will do really well so um it was more just me not wildcard not wasting my best chip because yeah would you do a minus four for him I couldn't I wanted to but I brought him in Foden instead but why not do Alvarez for Jackson because I had more fires in my defense I had to get rid of uh, Luke Shaw no but I mean why why not do our instead of Foden because I thought Jackson I'm going to hold
1: yeah okay so that's and who did you move out for Foden Martinelli who is injured uh okay mm, yeah okay so sort of makes sense well it does make sense not sort of <laughs>
0: <laughs> but man, I think a lot of players I think he, he must be the most transferred in this week surely um yeah we'll probably look that up could do but i'm gonna guess and and move on so um (laughs) um van heck for brighton is who i'm going with and that will be in the uh bargain bucket because he is 4.0 and he is a ridiculous 0.7 owned which is crazy because he's starting for brighton um no he's not uh he's 1.9 percent owned he's gone up um he basically has taken webster's spot i think yeah
1: so he's from holland
0: he is and he's forced his way in. he's young he's tall he's blonde he's very technically good he's got Bournemouth at home and Brighton are just such a good team. Like that's, en- that's a- if that's entry into their, um, defense, I mean, I've got Steele, who's 4.4 4, and he's obviously flip flapping with the other lad, the broken, the So I'm not sure if he's going to start like, yeah. again, I- I'm going to know, which is probably another fire that I could back- could have put out, but I've got Turner. So worse comes to worse. I know Turner's going to start or he is for the moment
1: yeah fair that's a good good pick brighton love a center back they basically had a deal signed to take um earring cash in off derby on deadline day for 3 million from from league one and it only didn't go through because they didn't get the paperwork done in time um so they're reckoning they might go back in from in january but i remember thinking back to a few years ago they had. Ben White and they yeah. had him on loan at Leeds, didn't they? And they had Matt Clark, who was a good centre back, who was on loan at Derby uh, and then went on to another top championship team the following season. I think he might have even got promotion to the Prem. And it just feels like they're hoarding centre backs, <laughs> but they just constantly got this. I mean, it's not just centre backs, is it? It's the same in midfield. They've got this un, unreal conveyor belt of talent. No. Every time they lose someone, they've got someone in who's just as good or better.
0: <laughs> uh, unknown fact actually, I went to school with uh Sam Jewell, who's the current head of recruitment for the last three years at Brighton, who is former derby manager, Paul Jewell's son. And I mean, look, I'm not saying Why
1: was Sam Jewell in school in Leeds because Paul uh, Jewell's a scouser and. He never coach
0: up your way, did he? He did Bradford and Barnsley. I'm pretty sure. I oh, did because he? Yeah, he was Wigan,
1: Wigan before Derby a long time.
0: Oh, that was it, Bradford and Wigan. So yeah, not too far away. Um, and I think he played for Bradford as well.
1: Oh so, yeah, it says ten years at Bradford City. Okay, fair enough.
0: So yes, he is uh, up there at the moment, and I'm not sure if causation is effect, but he could be doing quite well
1: what's what's uh you have to say what's sam you got to uh
0: got to do with brighton but then yeah fair enough well i mean he's the head of recruitment right so
1: yeah yeah um and of course his dad's famous most famous um for a sex tape
0: <laughs> which never happened did it not never happened mate
1: is this what sam told you i feel no, like it might be biased
0: no it came out it was just his wife in a hotel room (laughs) what do you mean the the video was of him and his wife not like a.
1: yeah so there was a sex tape it just was it wasn't like an affair
0: it came out out that it was like he was cheating on his wife but it was just his wife oh right yeah but in my mind
1: I I never knew that I never thought of it as a scandal because of an affair I just thought the scandal was there's a a sex tape of Paul Jewelry's about 110 kilos and <laughs> five foot seven <laughs> true, true anyway anyway paul jewel's taken up enough time on this program. <laughs> move on uh um, didn't win a single game at derby did he not was that him yeah billy davies got the one win that season and then got sacked and then paul jewel managed from november to the end of the season with zero wow. wins wow. mind you he had the worst squad of all time well it's not been beaten.
0: Um upset of the week, mate, to finish and mavcap. Uh upset of the week for me last week was Chelsea who didn't quite get it. Sorry, Bournemouth who didn't quite get it. It was a nil-nil against Chelsea. You went for
1: I went big. I went West Ham against City. So that was not uh yes, yeah, that didn't that didn't go well. Um they went one we this, we this week, game week six who would be the upset of
0: arsenal spurs it would be a spurs win wouldn't it yeah i would thought so but i can't give you that um well i don't really like these
1: these these options this week (laughs) have you seen them can i go chelsea against villa (laughs) what's the upset Chelsea Chelsea winning at home to Villa yeah I'm not sure about that they spent
0: a billion pounds on players (laughs) you could go Burnley I think Burnley would not be a bad shout. Burnley against
1: United yeah yeah you can have Chelsea against Villa if I can have Spurs against Arsenal all right done there we go deal
0: is there any Mavcap this week? I don't think there is, is there? Um I'd say no.
1: Maybe Salah against West Ham at home.
0: I don't think you can go against the the, the robot. I think Arsenal is too difficult this
1: week because of the Spurs game. Who knows what will happen in that? And then um what you could do is you could if you had alvarez go alvarez over harland because he is more or less outperforming him apart if harland didn't have that hat trick however Alv- had been more consistent and higher performing than harland but they have got harland has
0: got those hat-trick points
1: so you could go alvarez over harland against forest
0: but then if he doesn't start
1: i know i have just said i don't think he i think he might get rested or stuck not start so yeah tough on this week let's say no mouth cap
0: cool all right mate well that was a good chat and very interesting may your mavericks fly shit. Hi. So, <laughs> hey, <you. laughs> and i hope we need have to start time. um yeah coming up with different mavericks we instead of picking the same ones I think it's tough to start a season, mate, because it's it's fairly, you know, not obvious and straightforward, but they're the ones that you're jumping on with fixtures. I think as the season goes on, it'll probably be less of a straightforward formality.
1: Yeah, true. It's so early. Six games or five games. We're about to have number six. We'll know a bit more. Normally, they say the international, first international break, you, you think settle down, but not, this year not been the case. This year, there's just as many questions um more questions than answers coming back from the break and uh, a few injuries cropping up now as well
0: those wild cards
1: are going to be soon just not yet
0: i got 21 questions and none of them about leeds united because we're in the championship
1: (laughs) yeah mate we had a good win against Millwall.
0: yeah and then we drew against hull last night nil nil and the lad missed a sitter have you seen the sitter
1: that's the championship all over, winning 3 0 and then drawing against Hull on a Tuesday night.
0: Honestly, you should have a look at the highlights. It's like the last kick of the game. He, he can't, he's like a, he's like a yard out and he hits the post. We had 10 men. Who's this? Uh, what, what player? I don't know his name, but it was horrendous.
1: Meanwhile, I've just seen Jesse Marsh was commentating on the Champions League
0: in Italy. Wow. Yeah, he's doing well. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. All right, mate. We'll leave that for now. Well,
1: you'll still be away actually next week, won't you? So it'll be another dial in from Bali.
0: That's it. Chat to you then, mate. See you, mate. Have a good one.